And uh, as I said, it's uh, the most shocking story I've encountered in almost 40 years of covering football in particular. Someone who's covered football for, I dare say, longer than that is age journalist, 3RW journalist, and also from Channel 9 in Caroline Wilson, who, uh, and this is not an exercise in, 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 in pumping Caro up, but it was Caro who exposed the, uh, the murky culture, some would suggest, at the Hawthorne Football Club some time ago. Caro joins us on the line now. Good morning, Caroline. Hi, Tony. Yeah, shocking, isn't it? I, I'm, I'm, I'm even reading it. I felt so uncomfortable, and uh, and 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 the way it's described by those people involved, it takes you right into the lounge room at that time. It takes you right into the car at that time when that when that damning that damning uh, uh, allegation that he recalls his former coach saying, "Great work, mate. You've done the right thing." What happens now, Cara? Well, there's just one thing I want to say first, Tony. Um, I just want to commend the bravery of Cyril Rioli and his wife, Shannon uh, Sam, who spoke to me after a long time of trying and um, revealed a lot of this stuff, although some of this has shocked even them. They weren't aware of all of what went on at the Hawthorne Football Club. If you remember, when the age reported their truth, they were discredited quite horrendously. Family feuds were stoked over. There were some horrible and untrue rumours spread about both of them. You know, former teammates who I admire, leaders at Hawthorne, were, just went into deny mode. Um, I did try to contact Alistair Clarkson and Chris Fagan. I did I'd talked to Chris Fagan, who only had some sort of vague recollections about some of those incidents. I, I didn't know, uh, but for example, about the termina- termination story. I'm not sure what role and who played a role there. Um, but what happens now is um, this, these, um, this confidential, and you know, I don't think Hawthorne knew that this was all going to come out, review has been given to the AFL's integrity department. Now, what has to happen is that the AFL need to change their integrity department. I don't know if they've done that already, but um, Gillan McLaughlin has, um, and has for some time as AFL CEO, held private meetings every three or four months with a group of senior Indigenous players. They include um, Sean Burgoyne, Stephen May, to name two. And the last time they met was shortly after um, Eddie Betts' book came out. And Gillan was urged to put First Nations people, or at least one or two, on their integrity committee. Because when the Adelaide camp was investigated by AFL Integrity, it was, look, to be brutal, it was four or five former white cops. And they're the people who run the AFL's integrity department. And the fact that these players and officials at Hawthorne have felt comfortable now in speaking out is because they were interviewed by people who they felt they could talk to. Caro, the AFL AFL has put a statement out. I'll just read two parts of that, saying uh, the experiences outlined in the document are extremely serious and require further and full examination. The AFL is finalising a process to investigate the allegations and has sought further details of those who shared their experiences in order to progress its investigation. Gil McLaughlin is due to speak at 10.30 this morning, essentially to promote the footy festival prior to the grand final, but my understanding is he will address this at the start of that media conference. He has to, Tony. And um, in a sense, it's look, it doesn't matter when it comes out. It's sort of unfortunate it's come out in grand final week. We cannot let this be buried or go away or disappear into the ether in the glory of what's going to happen on Saturday. The other point that I should make, and this is not about finger pointing, but one Indigenous player at Hawthorne 
who was there under Alistair Clarkson, is now at the is now at the North Melbourne Football Club. Jed Anderson. That is yeah. just one example yeah. of a player who might have some issues. And we I, don't I've know just, what I've those just, I've just text, be. I've just text Jed as a matter of fact. So I'm just waiting on word back from him. But uh, the the other person we need, to, other people we should mention, and who I believe need to speak, and I tried to speak to them at the time is the president of the Hawthorne Football Club at the time, Andrew Newbold, who is now an AFL commissioner. Yep. And who wouldn't return my calls at the time. And, and obviously, you know, some of those Indigenous players went to Andrew Newbold and Stuart Fox, now running the MCG, who was the CEO at Hawthorne, about the treatment of Adam Goods and the Hawthorne supporters who were booing Adam Goods. And they felt that, and Cyril was one of them, felt that their pleas fell on deaf ears. I, I, I should so say... I, I should say, point I, a finger at AFL leaders, and this is only one side of the story, but I'm sorry that those other people have, didn't talk to me at the time, and I hope that they get an opportunity to give their version of events, but they need to be spoken to. Caro, where to now for, keeping in mind these are allegations that are yet to be investigated, uh, and we're going, to speak, we're, going to, yep. we're going to speak with Justin Quill in a moment also to find out the legalities of it. Um, but given that Alastair Clarkson and Chris Fagan have been specifically mentioned in these reports and this review, what happens now with their clubs? I mean, what, what is North Melbourne and Brisbane duty-bound to do now? Well, they've known for several days that this was coming because this report was given to AFL Integrity at the start of last week. Um, They have been preparing to speak about this and they will need to speak about this. And uh, I'm not going to predict what's going to happen, but this is going to be a big story for some time and it implicates, it goes to the heart of some of the biggest names in football and they're going to have to address this. Even their clubs are going to have to address it and their players are going to have to address it. Well, there's there's so much to, to get through from a, a club point of view with, with both Alastair Clarkson and Chris Fagan because they both have Indigenous players on their lists. Um, if, if this was to have come out, say, in round 12, would have the clubs been duty-bound, as any organisation would, to stand them down pending the outcome of investigations? And, and is that something that even should be happening now? It should be looked at. I mean, it, it definitely should be looked at. I, I say again that um, because the, the straw that broke the camel's back for Cyril and Shannon was an incident involving Jeff Kennett, um, so much focus was put upon that when everything that they alleged and spoke about when they spoke to me about what happened in their years at Hawthorne, it, it was sort of swept under the carpet by the people who were involved at the time. Um, and, and, you know, and that includes Alistair. I mean, I, I don't mean to be, and it wasn't Alistair specifically, but people around him and people around Chris Fagan were not complimentary of Shannon uh, Sam, Cyril Rioli's wife. And there was a lot of people who blamed her and, you know, tried to say that Cyril was happy until she got in his head, which was, you know, just ridiculous. And, and I think that because they tried to bury it then, I think it's sort of, it, it, it's even worse for them now. But, but uh, I mean, uh, and, I, and I hear what you're saying there, Caro, but this, this actually takes it to a whole new extreme, doesn't it? I mean, there are now and, and there are allegations that I, I cannot get my head around this. I mean, take away the fact that it's football. If this was any organisation at all where there were allegations from employees that partners were told to terminate pregnancies, the place should be shut down. Look, uh, very few people are still at the club who were there at the time, but as you say... They now hold very senior positions in other areas in football. I mean, I would say 
while this investigation is going on at the AFL, should Andrew Newbold attend commission meetings? Uh, certainly, certainly the Brisbane and North Melbourne football clubs need to think very carefully about their next moves and their coaches at the very... Well, maybe they won't speak publicly because they're going to be investigated by AFL integrity. But, you know, I felt that James Heard should have stood down a lot earlier than he did during the Essendon drug scandal. So um, I think you make a pretty good point. Caro, I'm just, uh, as I say, I'm blown away by it and I, I can't recall a bigger story. Uh, I'm not sure if you can, but uh, I know the Essendon supplement saga was big, but this goes beyond football. This, this goes to humans and human life and uh, the allegations are the most damning I've ever seen. So, as I said, if we were talking about a major corporation, I think we'd be just as shocked. So I really appreciate your time this morning and I'm sure that you've got uh, a lot to tap away on on the keyboard between now and the weekend. Thank you, Tony, and we'll obviously be addressing it on Footy Classified tonight. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Thanks for that. Caroline Wilson joining us there, senior sports columnist from The Age and also with Channel 9 and here at 3RW.